Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. Hi there, this is Alex Mitchell from Agents of Change Social Work Test Prep. And today in our social work shorts, we're talking about understanding your ASWB exam score sheet. So we're gonna dive into the score sheet. We're gonna break it down for you. Whether you've taken your exam or you haven't, um, if you have it on the calendar, this will be helpful for understanding what you're gonna see after the exam and how you can make most of those details that you see on the score sheet. But first, before we jump to the score sheet, let's talk about some of the basics of ASWB exam scoring. So we're gonna be talking about a few different exams today. So you have the bachelor's exam, the master's exam, the advanced generalist exam, and the clinical exam. All of these exams from the ASWB have 170 questions, 150 of which are counted, uh, 20 are test questions um, for them to figure out you know, new content and how it's performing. You don't know the difference between those. So you wanna do as well as you can on those 170 questions. The thing that we hear a lot from our students at Agents of Change is you know, a surprise about that the passing score for their exam may be different than someone else's passing score. So for the bachelor's exam, a passing score can be between as low as 96 out of 170 or as high as 105. Um, we'll talk about why there's a range for passing scores. Um, for master's, it's in the range of 98 to 107. Same thing for the advanced generalist, 98 to 107. And for the clinical exam, it's 102 to 111. So a little bit higher there on the clinical side for the amount of questions you need to get correct. So again, you might be wondering, why do I have to get you know, maybe 100 and some odd questions right when someone else only had to get 90 something questions right? And so the, the difference is because the ASWB uses what's called a scaled scoring system. And really the only thing you need to take away from that is everyone's going to be treated equally. Some folks will have uh, a harder exam and they'll have to get fewer questions right. You may have an easier exam and you'll have to get more questions correct. You might have to get 105 in our examples from before. But honestly, you don't need to worry about it. The intention of this from the ASWB is that everyone is treated equally. Regardless of the difficulty of your exam, again, those questions kind of make up for any variability in difficulty. And they're always monitoring this. Um, so, you know, each exam is intended to be as equal as any other exam. So just keep that in mind. There's no exact score for passing. Um, but if I go back to slide here, it tends to be in that 96 to 111 range out of the 170 questions. Again, a little bit of variability based on your exam, but again, it's gonna be in that range for passing. And so let's jump to the score sheet. So the score sheet is what you'll get after you complete your ASWB exam. You'll finish on the computer, you'll hit submit, 
And then you will get from the test proctor or the testing organization you're at a score sheet. Um, and there's a few pieces of key information and key sections on that score sheet. Um, if you're on the video and you're watching the video, you can see the mock-up to the right of a clinical exam that was taken on May 28th in the state of New York that someone passed. So you're going to see basic information, of course, about the exam, the date of the exam. There's some information about the version of the exam, too, on that sheet. You're going to see your picture on that exam report as well. And of course, you're going to see your score. Um, you're going to see how many correct answers are required on the test you took. So in the example we're looking at here in the picture on the right, that version of the exam required 102 correct answers. The, they will also tell you on the score sheet how many questions you answered correctly. So you'll be able to see exactly how many you got correct. And then of course, if you scored equal to or more than what you needed to pass, you will pass the exam. If you scored fewer than the needed to pass, you will fail the exam. And that will be listed very clearly at the top left, examination result pass or examination result fail. So again, quick glance, you'll be able to see all the major details right on the score sheet here, as well as how many questions you needed to get right and how many you did get right. So of course, if you pass your exam, you're probably not reading too much further um, into your score sheet other than curiosity on, on where you did well or maybe where you didn't do so well. Um, if you failed the exam, this score sheet is an incredibly important tool to help you pass the next time. So don't crumple it up, don't throw it out. I know we've all been there before. It can be very frustrating. Make sure to take a picture of the score sheet on your phone, actually the score sheets on your phone. Get all of that documented so just in case you lose that paperwork, you still have a copy on your phone. And so what you're gonna wanna look at if you didn't pass the exam is the content area breakdown. And so again, you're gonna see how many questions overall you got correct, but the content area breakdown will tell you how well or poorly you did on each of the four major content areas. This is very, very important. You don't want to go and have to study everything equally again the second time around. You really want to focus your effort on the areas where you didn't perform as well. Um, of course, you can do a refresher on the areas you did well just to keep them in your mind, but you want to put most of the energy of your studying the next time around into those areas you struggled in. And so those four areas uh, that you'll get a breakdown in should look pretty familiar. These are the four main KSA content areas for the ASWB exam. And what's great is you're going to get a percent correct for each of those four areas and a number correct. So you're going to be able to see in, let's say, the human development, diversity, and behavior in the environment section, maybe I only got 50% correct. Maybe I only got 25 out of 50 correct. That would be a very strong indication. I need to focus on that area in my next uh, review session, you know, ahead of taking the exam again. And let's say maybe in another section, assessment and intervention planning, you got 80, 85, maybe even 90% right. You're an expert at that area. Again, just maybe a quick refresher on that area as you study again, but it should not be your focus area the second time around. So again, these four content areas, you're gonna get a percent correct, you're going to get a number correct. And these are the exact same four content areas 
that you saw in the KSA document, um, either if you use the Agents of Change program, we review that pretty comprehensively, or if you just looked at the PDF on the ASWB website, you'll see those same four categories. So I already mentioned the first two. The third one is interventions with clients and client systems. And the fourth one is professional relationships, values, and of course, our favorite ethics. So those four sections, you'll get the breakdown and that will be your roadmap for passing the next time around. So again, it's a great resource. Highlight those areas, really focus in on the one or two that you struggled the most. That's a great way to kind of double down on those areas you may have struggled in, focus a little bit tighter the next time around, and really increase your score by adding points in those sections you performed poorly. One question we get a lot at Agents of Change is, you know, for folks that maybe failed by a few points, three, four, five, six points, um, they ask, you know, when can I take the exam again? And there's a 90-day waiting period for taking the ASWB exam again. And you know, typically, we recommend folks take full advantage of that period. Again, review those areas you found challenging. But if you were very, very close and you feel confident, you can add, <clears throat> excuse me, a few extra points in that in very short order. Let's say in the next month, you can actually apply for a waiver to take the exam again sooner than 90 days. So again, if you failed by fewer than 10 questions at Agents of Change, we typically recommend even a bit closer, maybe fewer than five questions, you could be a good candidate for applying for that waiver and taking the exam sooner. So maybe taking it again within a month, within a month and a half. Um, and you can learn more about this 90-day exam waiver on our blog. So just search Agents of Change blog exam waiver on Google, and you will find that blog post with all the details for how you can apply for that exam waiver. Another question we get a lot is just again, how do I rebound from that failed test? What do I do differently next time around? So one of the things of course we mentioned is, you know, focus on those areas that, that you struggled in. Another one that we very often recommend is to evaluate the materials that you used the first time around. Maybe the first time around you didn't use materials. Maybe you were just, you know, going off of the knowledge that you gained in your master's program or practically in the field. Uh, maybe you did a, a practice test and, and that was it. So look at those areas that you struggled in and look at the materials you used and see if there's a mismatch. Was there some content that wasn't covered in those materials? Do I need to go find some new materials, either free or paid out there to close that gap in my knowledge? So evaluating your materials is an important step to take as you try to rebound from that failure. Um, and it definitely will help you if you can find those materials that, again, you know, help strengthen those areas that you maybe didn't perform as well as you would like in. Another thing that we definitely recommend in terms of rebounding from a failed test is being sure to incorporate at least two full length, so at least 150 question timed practice exams. These will be really critical for helping you understand if you truly have closed those gaps in those areas you struggled in, those areas that were maybe the one to two lowest areas from your first exam. Um, Agents of Change, we offer two full-length practice exams, so you can definitely check those out if you're looking for timed practice exams. Uh, but we also recommend if you didn't take it the first time around, 
definitely take the ASWB practice exam. That's the closest thing you're possibly going to get to the actual exam. Make sure you take their practice exam. But of course, if you're looking for more, you can find those at, at Agents of Change as well. But those will be very important, again, for giving you a check on have I made progress since my first exam and my first miss. So that's it for today. So hopefully that educates you on the importance of that score sheet, what you can expect to see on that score sheet, and how you can make the most of the details on that sheet if you don't pass the first time around. So please check out the materials on agentsofchangeprep.com. Um, you can also find other free materials there, free practice questions, um, as well as paid study materials. And if you ever have any questions about your score sheet or you know, interpreting those results, please reach out to us, uh, agentsofchangeprep at gmail.com. We'd love to help you kind of interpret that score sheet and pass the next time around. So thank you for listening and you've got this and hopefully these tips will help you pass the next time around if you weren't able to pass the first time around. So you've got this, you can do hard things. Thank you.